0: Hello, Loungers. Thanks again for tuning into the podcast. This is Rob. I'm Randy. I'm Alan. And we are the Lounge SD. Um, Thanks again for all your guys' continued support. We're bringing another episode to you guys. Um, Actually, I don't remember which number we're on. 19. This is the big one, nine. Okay, and there it is, 19. Um, But today's a pretty big episode. Um, As with most uh, mentions and stuff in our podcast and past episodes, we usually work our way towards... Um, Comic Con and Comic Con news. Um, well, this episode we're gonna actually review uh, this year's Comic Con 2018, um, and we're gonna do it. A, we're gonna take it day by day, you know, one step at a time, one day at a time. So baby starting steps. off, baby steps. <laughs> um, so starting off here, uh, we're actually not gonna. The official con starts, uh, I guess, on Thursday. With uh, with preview night being on Wednesday, so there is some small setup and some events going on um, this year. Randy Boy and I had the pleasure of once again. This is our, actually a second year in a row, so hopefully this becomes a tradition um, of getting tickets and checking out uh, live taping of Conan, um, aka mm-hmm. Conan Con, which is uh, taped here in here in San Diego um, uh, every year around Comic Con time. Uh, Conan and his crew uh, moved their studio from Burbank down to San Diego to tape during the week, uh, starting on Wednesday. So we got to see the first episode. Um, it was pretty cool. Randy yeah. Boy, what did you think of it?
1: Um, Originally, I wasn't the biggest Conan fan um, until last mm-hmm. year. Uh, really, I don't spend too much time watching late night TV shows. Um, but last year like you mentioned already i had the opportunity of uh attending so i went this year we and i had a good time uh this year uh we tried again and luckily you got in and invited me thank you very much um and it was a great time uh the cast of breaking bad was there they were celebrating what was it 10 years Man, God. yeah, 10,
0: ten year uh, anniversary, I guess, of the first episode. The first
2: episode yeah. yeah, yeah, that's
1: crazy. Um, they were celebrating that, so it was pretty cool to see the entire cast, at least like the main cast, uh, mm-hmm. there and talk about their experiences and stuff like that. Um, the the uh, recording itself was cool, it was hot as always. Uh, <laughs> the AC <laughs> in the Spreckles Theater isn't the best, but. Uh, it was a good time. We got given uh, free Funko Pops. Uh, the one that we got was the, um, what was it? The Rebel, Rebel what is the actual name? Rebel uh, Pilot. Rebel Pilot. Re- Rebel Pilot Conan. Yeah, Rebel Pilot Conan. Um, if you guys are watching the stream, it's actually behind me in my pop collection. <laughs> Braggers! I know, I'm just saying, just saying. Um, <laughs> but I got to add him to my pop collection. And it was a great time. Uh, sadly, I didn't get a shirt this year. I didn't get lucky enough to get a shirt, but it's okay. But the skits were cool, um, especially that uh, DC versus Marvel skit. That was pretty oh, funny. Man. That was a good one. What do you pretty... think, Rob?
0: Uh, yeah, no, that was a really good clip. I think last year they they played on. They did the whole like Wonder Woman thing where. Instead of Chris Pine, it was uh, Conan that crashed uh, into the mascara. Um But yeah, no, this this time it was like more of like a lunchtime, um, and I, I was Conan as Batman. He was trying to sit at the Marvel table, and it was a bunch of uh, of comedians playing the other roles. Um, more one of the most notable <laughs> was um, oh, is it, I always forget. I always get them mixed up. Is it it's Key? I think it's mm. Key from Key and Peele.
1: Yes but I don't know the one that name. didn't.
0: Yeah, the one that didn't direct. Because
1: it's <laughs> Jordan out. Peele.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Alan, what's the other one? It's
2: Keegan, Keegan-Michael Key, I think.
1: Oh, that's why it's confusing, because it's Key yeah. and Key. So, yeah. so I get, I get Keegan confused Michael, as well. Key. Yeah, uh, key. Played,
0: yeah. played, uh, he played Black Panther, and so and he, he
1: actually
0: nailed... Like, <laughs> <laughs> Mail the accents. Watch I'll and everything. watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah, dude, you got to fire that up. It's yeah, and they take all all the necess, like all the you know meme jokes and stuff that we've always any fanboy like you know has to say about the two opposing um, you know comic or you know movie studios. Like it's all it's all put on the table here, and it's all really good. Um, yeah, no, so that was that was a really good skit. And then we, I was also I, I don't remember them doing it a whole lot last year, but this year they did a couple scenes. Um, in the audience, yeah. um, Yeah, yeah, if you guys get a chance to watch the episode, there's a scene where uh, a Wookiee like rips a guy's arm off, and I'm actually you can actually see me in this scene. (laughs) I was like in the very top aisle, uh, like overreacting, like laughing. So, um, yeah, if you catch a clip,
2: they make you guys overreact? Like, like okay, when we guys laugh, you we really need you to laugh, or was it like a genuine like, like a like a ha 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 or it's a mix of uh, both. They,
0: Yeah, in the beginning they like they have you practice like laughing and like looking out for the cues. Like whenever it does say applause, like what they're looking for and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they do some like crowd work in the beginning. Um but yeah, I don't know. It was just cause like, I guess like the energy of the the audience and the show and like the hype for Comic Con, I was just a little a little more dramatic than normal, I guess. <laughs> okay.
1: And it was kind of like the kickoff event for us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we lined up for shoot we got there at like 5 a.m um right and the viewing didn't really start until so 4 so yeah. yeah so it was a long day and uh by the time we got in it was like all right here we go it's the beginning of comic-con at least for us so i was pretty hyped too but yeah yeah i'm happy i got that pop you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, you know, it's uh, I brought my I brought my wife as one of my uh, one of the other four, and I was hoping to trade out my uh, one of the Conans to get a, another Days Conan, so I'd have like the role pilot, and then I was hoping to scoop up like uh, Hellboy or the Ant Man, but like I hit up like three or four different forums and like message a b- bunch of people on Reddit, but either like the trading like fell through or whatever. So, man, I don't maybe know if anybody got out the there... Snickle
1: Fritz. <laughs> That's what I'm That's thinking. What nobody is, wants the dude, rebel. Nobody pilot. wants it.
0: <laughs> yeah it could totally be it um uh, yeah so and then the another thing that we did on on wednesday uh was we got to check out i guess the setup of a lot of the offsite um things to come uh we'll touch more on that i guess later on as as those things open but it was just really interesting to kind of wednesday was kind of like a behind the scenes kind of look at comic-con like you'd expect you know if you're if you're someone that goes on like the normal days like everything's pretty much set up and ready to go and like all the cylinders are firing and everything but um, on Wednesday, you kind of get to see like behind the scenes, like them still building sets and still putting things together, and you're like, you know, it's it's kind of weird because you're like, you know, they have to still build like you know technically a whole like zombie prison, and it only looks like a halfway done. But yeah. you know, like on Thursday, it it all comes together. Um, so so uh, Thursday uh, came around and it was actually day one. Um, I actually did not have a badge for thursday um so i didn't get a chance to to check out the floor but anyway i know you kind of made a stop um and you actually camped the night before you how did that experience go
1: actually yeah i totally forgot that i camped out on wednesday night <laughs> um it was the first introduction for camping out for me uh this year uh it wasn't too bad we got there a little bit before the con ended uh i want to say we got that around 7 p.m on wednesday night uh i was camping out for the bait booth specifically the uh alpha 5 bait exclusive funko pop that's a Mm -hmm. long name but uh yeah i i camped out for that it wasn't too bad um Immediately, once they let us inside the convention center, usual stuff, uh, I went upstairs to Hall G, and I was in that line. If you haven't been to Comic-Con before, um, when you first get into the convention center, they split you off into a bunch of different lines, depending on where you're going. Um, But to get into the convention center floor, where Comic-Con mainly is at, Um, they actually split you up into two different lines. One is in the center of the convention center and one is off to the side. And, uh, based on my experience, I knew that the bait booth was going to be on the side specifically where one of the entrances were. So I was like, okay, I'll go camp out over there. So I get there, fast forward, it's time for us to go in. I get inside the convention center and I'm like, man, there's no one in front of me. I got this. I go to where the bait booth is and I quickly realize it's not there. And I was like, wait, what is going on here? I'm pretty sure the bait booth is always in this spot. I quickly look it up on my phone and I find out that I'm like three rows or three aisles away. So I run back to where it's supposed to be and the line was already capped off and i was like oh that yeah. small amount of time that it took me to look up the booth number just screwed me over so if you had to
2: put if you had to put a time on it like just so the loungers can understand how tough it is to get exclusives at comic con if you had to put a time on it how much time did you waste between the aisles uh not even 2 minutes i already knew oh exactly
1: yeah i already knew exactly where to look to get the aisle number because i was like oh i know i have a screenshot of the bait uh flyer and i knew that the booth number was on there i just needed to actually find out the number so i just went into my my uh cell phone gallery with all my pictures screen the Mm -hmm. screenshot folder and i looked and i was like okay it's over here and i traveled over there by the time i got there it was already capped so yeah i would say yeah, just looking up the information was about two minutes tops. And then by the time I got there, it was already capped. Um, and to counter that, what I did was I just kept walking around in circles. <laughs> so when the line is capped, if you don't know what that means, it means that it's exactly that. They they capped it off <laughs> so that you can't go in anymore. The line is still there, but they have people standing there... Um, so that you're not allowed to add to the line um and they basically just kept yelling oh keep going uh we'll uncap it later just come back in like an hour and i was like whoa like i'm not going to come back in an hour you're crazy so yeah there were hundreds of people like literally okay maybe not hundreds i'll say about 50 or so people that were doing what i was doing and then all the other people that didn't know what was going on they just wanted to go to the booth um so that corner was ridiculously packed and comic-con come on like switch up the layout having funko and bait right next to each it's other sort, is it's just, the same corner yeah literally the same corner and their lines actually go into the corner together yeah like, it's actually pretty disgusting It's ridiculous, and they're, you know, freaking out and trying to figure out what to do. Um, Yeah, move it around a little bit. But fast forward, I end up getting in. I end up getting my my pop, and uh, I'm happy. I'm like, hell yeah, I got exactly what I wanted. My con is set. And uh, spoiler alert, Sunday, when the convention was closing... I actually saw that they still had the Alpha 5 baits (laughs) in stock. And I was like, you got to be kidding me, dude. I camped out. I waited in line. I did all that work. And I could have just walked up on Sunday and bought it. But you don't know uh, exactly what's going to happen. So I wasn't trying to take that risk. I really wanted that pop. And I got it. I put in the work. And now it's in my collection. So, that yeah, was and I mean, Thursday. Let,
0: yeah, and let that be a, a lesson to any loungers that haven't been to Comic-Con before. You always want to play it safe. You never, you can never tell, like, what stuff's going to be hype. Yep. Um, it will still be around on Sunday. You just play yeah. everything like it's going to sell out on Thursday or whatever day that you have the soonest. Um, that's yeah. just the safest way to play it. it I mean, it, it, of course, it sucks that, you know, Randy Boy could have slept in or not have had to camp. But, I mean, there's still he good that came that. He that.
2: knows that in retrospect, but he doesn't know that. By like going into it, and if it's something that you like, you know, again, going back to collecting, if it's yeah. something that you really want, you'll put in the time for it, regardless of if you know if it's going to sell out or not. You can't just mm-hmm. say, "Well, I'll, you know, I'll find it some other time." Like you have to go in there, cut like, you know, balls to the walls. Like I'm, I'm going to get this cop, or I'm going to cop this pop, do or die. And you know, Randy put in the time, the effort, and he waited about, and he got his pop he found out later, you know, Sunday that they actually had some more in stock. He didn't know that going in, so you know, loungers, if you really want to cop something at Comic-Con, um play it like, you know, play it as if it's going to be sold out. You get there exactly. early, yeah.
0: just just assume everything's going to be sold out. So go go the earliest you can.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and yeah, and I mean like Ren, you know, if you hadn't gone then I would have been out the Bruce Lee Pops, so
2: yeah, that's true. <laughs> Some so so I keep asking this, but I keep forgetting. Did you cop a gold as well, or just the white? Yeah.
0: No, I have gold and and the white pants. God.
2: Yeah. So when I went to the
1: booth, uh, they were selling the gold one, the white pants, and then the Anime Expo gold pop for Bruce Lee and the ba- uh, Alpha Five. So I had the opportunity. Wait, were selling, to...
2: There was two different ones: the Asia Expo or, or the um, the Anime comic... Expo anime expo gold and a regular gold
1: yeah uh there was a comic-con gold and an anime expo gold yes so there were two different oh ones Oh my God! and really di- was, different stances yeah that's all that's the only difference one is like enter the dragon and the other one is a different one um Game of Death. but I, I was not prepared at all to buy them um in order to purchase at their booth you uh you can only pay with a credit card that has a chip well the paypal card that i have doesn't have a chip
2: by the so, way if this is a reminder you need to request a new one
1: yeah yeah i was trying to do that <laughs> uh but yeah i didn't have a chip so the only card that i had with a chip only had uh like two hundred dollars in it only. so i was like okay well of course bait is charging thirty dollars per pop so I was only able to get six. So I wanted two uh, Alpha Fives, two White Pants, and two of the gold Comic-Con ones. And I couldn't get the uh, the uh, Anime Expo Man. ones. So it is what it is. You know, they're, they're just pops. I wasn't trying to, you know, sell an arm and a leg to get them. So uh, in the end, I'm happy. Yeah, I, I put in the work. Uh, I am very happy that I put in the work. It might've been a little bit more than I needed, but I got exactly what I wanted. So I'm happy. What about you guys? What are, what is some loot that you guys, uh, are excited that you got?
2: Um, so at Comic-Con, the only, let's see, what did I cop like at Comic-Con? I think on Saturday I bought, um, I bought in my sister uh some Rugrats pops like so my sister her name's Angelica and she's always been fascinated with Rugrats like that's a generation we grew up with. So um yeah we I copped her the Reptar the Tommy and Chucky Finster pops um and then the biggest L I would have to say Actually, there's two L's I I I, had, I ran into, but one of the L's was I saw an Ariel and Sebastian uh, two fur pop, <laughs> and I asked the guy because I just it caught the corner of my eye and I was like, oh, my sister cop, you know, my sister is building her little mer- Little Mermaid collection, and then she said, uh, you know, I texted her and said, hey, you know, these guys are selling the um, the pops for, oh my bad. You guys can hear my fan. I can hear my fan. <laughs> it feels good. It's really hot here in San Diego, if you guys don't know. Um, and I, I'm upstairs, so heat rises. The fire rises. Anyway, so, uh, so I texted her. I'm like, hey, like, you know, this this booth is asking thirty. You know, I think it was like thirty-five dollars or thirty dollars. And originally they were like, oh, you know, we're trying to sell it for forty. And then immediately the guy was like. But if you want, we can go for 35 or something like that. And I was like, okay, well, it's not for me. It's for my sister. So let me, you know, let me text her and see if she wants to continue or if she wants it. So, you know, she's like, yeah, get it, you know, get it for me. And then I was like, okay, well, let me go walk around and see if other booths have it. So I walk around, we go to another booth and I show her the Chucky, uh, the Tommy, and the Reptar Pops. And she's like, ooh, give me that too. So I get her that and I, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, let me see if other booths have it. I think it was the same day that we found one just and there's so many different pop uh, booths there. So many. Like I, I think that's the most I've ever seen every like since we started going.
1: Yeah, there's maybe, a lot now. Yeah.
2: And they're not just like tiny, like one by ones, I guess if you will, but they're like huge. And then every time you pass by a Funko booth they're like, it's packed. Like, so if you hate being around crowds, Comic-Con is not for you. Um, like, especially around those Funko booths. Um, so there was one booth that was like a really tiny booth and they had it. And I said, oh, how much are you guys asking for it? And they're like 50. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to go to the dude that, <laughs> that offered me 30 or 35. And I'm going to try to talk him down to 25 because it sounded like he really wanted to get rid of it. I think later that day, I was like, you know, just dicking around. And then later that, or no, the next day, the next morning, I was like, do you still have that um, Ariel and Sebastian pop? And they're like, we sold it. And I was like, fuck. And that's, you know, that's the way it goes. It's like, we, we was there yesterday. The dude sounded like he was really eager to sell it and he sold it. So props to whoever picked it up. Cause uh, now my sister's, my sister does not have it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what about the dub? Where's the dub at?
2: Oh, the W. McDubberson? I had... Let's see. So I won... uh, If you guys follow the uh, Comic-Con podcast, the pre-Comic-Con podcast, I talked about how I copped the UCC distributing on the exclusives portal lottery. um, And I got the UCC distributing upon open on Sunday morning. And um, I didn't print out my confirmation. I... You know, I think we we actually finagled our way. Finagled? Finagled? We we got, we got into in. the con. Yeah. yeah. We got into the con in a really different way. I think it's the first time we've ever made it this way. Because um, usually we go up to the sales pavilion and we go into the, either the shoot or the um, <laughs> or we go into uh, the line above the hall that goes down the escalators. Um but this time we were like, you know, you know, we're not really trying to cop right now. We're just, you know, we're just trying to hang out and have fun, check out the sales floor. Um, so we're like, well, let's, you know, if we're not waiting in line, let's go get Starbucks. So we hopped out of the line in the chutes. Um, and then we, we went downstairs to get Starbucks. And then this <laughs> this Filipino lady was like, we're like, oh, you know, we just want to get Starbucks. And it was roped off. And then the Filipino lady's like, oh, you know, like, let's, you know, I don't know how to get there, but let us ask this guy. And this guy was like, oh, no, I don't know where to go. <laughs> there's one right here and there's one right here. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but they never said yes or no. So we just, just walked right past the dude. Hey, they didn't stop us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, as so
0: long as did. you don't get stopped, you're fine. Yeah.
2: So, like, we just walked right past the dude who was holding the velvet rope open. And we walked right past the dude and we're like, all right, well, here we go. And then... We're in line at Starbucks, which takes all about thirty minutes. And by at this time, it's now nine o'clock, and I think the sales floor opens at nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's nine o'clock, and then um, like I'm looking around me, and everybody has vendor badges, exhibitor badges. Like they all have that. The <laughs> like they all have reason to be down there where we were. And I'm like, oh shoot! Like I don't even think we are supposed to be here, but let's just pretend like we we're, we're meant to be here so like we're just you know we're holding starbucks and we're waiting around and then we're like well it's now 9:30 like let's kill time so i think we like killed time in the bathroom and then we came out and then it was now it was like 9:15 and we're like okay well let's walk you know let's walk down from hall to hall and then i think jd left us and then he went upstairs to go join the other half of our crew and then we went to JD, or we went. We were just walking around looking at a hall, and then all of a sudden, this like huge, like this group happened. There wasn't any line, but there was a group. And then so we just got into this huge group, and then around you know nine thirty, and then we see people rushing down the stairs from the sales pavilion. And then once those people from the sales pavilion ran downstairs, then um, they let us in from the from. Uh, I guess the lobby. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, the it was course. like a
1: side door.
2: <laughs> yeah. So we, you know, we went in through the side door and then we were just like, all right, we're in the thick of it. So like, uh, I went straight to UCC distributing, uh, Randy and Rob tried to make it to Mondo and that we'll, we'll, we'll leave that up to later. We'll leave that whole story up to later. But, um, I went straight to UCC distributing, got, um, first in line. Um, and I showed the guy and I was like, Hey, I have the exclusives lottery for UCC distributing. And he's like, do you have your printout? And I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> think I had, I didn't think I need that. Cause you know, uh, I like trees and uh, I have oh, this on geez. my phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> like come on And even he though
1: like, the instructions say to print, <laughs> it print it out.
2: Hey, 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 did anyone else print theirs out? I did. I tried Jay to. Oh, uh, all saying. right. Well, Alright, well oh well. <laughs> I, I, so anyway, I I show the guy and I was like, Well, uh, you know, the, it says it's right here on my phone and he's like, Well it doesn't have your name on it. I'm like I scroll up and it says Onage and I'm like, Uh that's me like, <laughs> 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 like uh Onage is me and he's like, Alright, here you go, dude and I was like dope. So I like I got the ticket, I'm the first person in the line and he like Next person raises her hand, and I, I go to the front. And I notice they have a bunch of Super Saiyan Vegetas, and I'm like, "Dope! Like, let me cop." And then I, I got it. I got two Vegetas. I wasn't even planning on getting them. Like, I just, I just think I was just like, just getting them just to get them. Um, and they had uh, Megazords too, but I, you know, I didn't really care much for the Megazords because um, the main reason why I got the Super Saiyan Vegetas was because uh, my sister had copied me super saiyan brawly and dead yamcha so i was like well like let's start a little let's start a little um dragon ball z collection so here we go dragon ball z and i think dragon ball z has some really dope peters um and really expensive ones too uh especially that gold vegeta that um i think rob so rob went to the ucc distributing line i think two hours later two or three hours later it
0: was it was closer to my time i had a slot for like three to five or one to three or something like that
2: yeah and um
0: and then uh yeah we were we were passing through and then you were like just go and see if he'll he'll let you in so i asked the guy i was like can i get in now because there was like he had they had two lines they had a standby line for people that are just trying to shop for whatever and then they had a another line for people that actually had reservations or lottery winners but what sucked is that if there was nobody in line for the lottery winner or like people that were supposed to be in line there, they were just letting the standby people go in to buy stuff.
1: Basically, take, taking it crazy,
0: <laughs> taking it out of the hands of people that legitimately won the lottery. So it kind of yeah. like, at least c- certain booths. I mean, not all the booths did this, but it just like UCC made it to where it really didn't matter if you won the lottery or not. You could have not won the lottery and just lined up and standby and still gone through. Um, which i mean this is that's probably my my L for the for con was that i played by the rules and followed directions and in the end i ended up they ran out of the vegetas by the time i got to the line but um, to be honest
1: so dumb <laughs> it was, it like, was... i'm getting mad just thinking about it it's so ridiculous <laughs> like because I mean, hasbro did the same thing and it's ridiculous yeah, dude it like ridiculous. how are you going to sell out of yeah, a product it's... Like, okay, so another example is one of our buddies, Los, that was actually on a previous episode. He got a ticket for uh, Hasbro. Another one of our buddies didn't. Well, when Los went to use his ticket, they were all out of the Transformers uh, trading card game packs. Mm -hmm. Well, when our other buddy walked up, I think it was, like, later in that day. Oh, no, no, no it was It was the, the next, next day. day or something like that. Yeah, he just walked up without a ticket and was able to buy it. When it's like, wait a minute. How is a guy that doesn't even have a ticket able to get one with ease? Like, he literally just walked up and bought it compared to a guy that has a ticket and he didn't get one. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And the same thing was with... All those other booths, and it's like, uh, I'm getting all mad just thinking about it. <laughs>
2: but yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, like, what's yeah. what's the point of having, uh, you know, exclusives portal lottery if you're just gonna leave it open to the public? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like
2: at least at least have it first come first serve, and then like, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know. I just I it just it baffles me to think. Like you know
1: just imagine if that was a minifigure, right? Let's let's imagine it was the Lego line. They had two lines, one for uh, oh. ticketed people and the other one for standby. And then let's say in between the the two time slots, they're like, okay, standby people, you guys can start getting some just to keep the line going, no worries. And then by the time it's your time to use your ticket, they're all out, and it's like, wait a minute! I was guaranteed one, or at least a good chance, because I have a ticket. I showed up at the time you said, but these other people that didn't win the lottery got it. Like, I'd be pissed, and I am pissed. So, <laughs> but it's the first year. I mean, I get it. That's they're still that. That's still that's my
0: excuse for them too. Is that it's it's still the first year that they're trying this. So I think they're gonna fine tune it. Um, I've seen some suggestions in in the Reddit, and I think it was brought up during the talkback. We've never gone to the Comic Con like talkback panel where you can like voice your outrage and yell at the people that run Comic Con to try and get them to change their ways. Um, but uh, what what people are saying is that when you do things for the lottery is to have it like you have like a certain amount of like points, or like you have to rate your what you're trying to go for. Let's say, so if you're trying to do like five different things, you have to rate which one you want the most as your number one, just kind of like how we do the hotel lottery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you have, you have your hotels that you want like first pick and then you have your other like snickle fritz ones that, you know, you, you, you know, it'd be nice to get them, but you don't, you want your number one more than anything. Yeah. And so people, people are saying if they move to that kind of system, um, it'll make it so that people aren't just, you know, bidding for everything. um, People will it'll sway them to what they actually deem important. So people that are actually trying to go for signings will get their signings, and people that are going for Funko will get Funko. Versus like everybody, like someone that's winning and then they're trying to trade off because like you know I won the WB uh, signing, but I really don't give a shit. I'd rather you know if yeah. anybody has a Funko wristband, I'd rather switch for that. So uh, like you know it is it's a, it is first year. It is a broken system as of right now. They really do have to figure that out. Um, But at the same time, I kind of understand where the vendors are coming from. So let's say you are Hasbro or or, or you are UCC and that you do run out of a product. You you do run out of your Vegeta stock for the day. And so that anybody that has time slots for the lottery later on that day, they see that you're out. So they're like, well, fuck that. I'm not even going to go anymore. And so you just have this, you have a bunch of products still, but then nobody can line up. So that's, you know, that's when I can see that you having your standby line come in. But yeah it's but like, that's look- when
2: you
1: have like okay your time slots end earlier so let's say uh-huh. your time slots go from open until two hours before close and then mm-hmm. two hours before close is when they have the standbys go so that means okay. that everybody that had a ticket they had their chance you know right, what I mean? Right. instead of dude i lost my chance before it was even my time slot that doesn't make any sense you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's,
0: that's actually a pretty good idea is let it let it be at the ass end of the day. Like after exactly. you've already pretty much sold through your exclusives. Like anybody which, that really wanted it. Would have which
1: is it. just like what uh, they do with sneakers, right? Like Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. They give you a chance to get your raffle and then you have until three o'clock that day to pick it up. If you don't pick it up, then it's going to go to uh, the people that are waiting in line. And people wait in line. Like they'll sit there and camp out for that chance and that's the way it should be but like we already said it's it's the first time you know hopefully they iron that out but we'll have to find out next year ah i'm still mad about that
0: (laughs) still (laughs) feeling about it um so yeah so ucc missing out on those vegetas that was that was my l but i i still came came away with quite a bit uh a good amount of pops um, say I would
2: still had a good con, or you still had a good. Yeah, you having good dubs.
0: Um, yeah, I would say my dub. It wasn't. Uh, it's. I wouldn't say it was exclusives. Um, but knowing that I didn't win the lottery for Funko, um, Funko was really good in that the the same exclusives, quote unquote, that they had at the uh, at the shop. They also released the you know shared through other companies. Um, so on Thursday, since I didn't have a ticket and while everybody else was in the trying to fight bait and everything like that, um, I actually just headed to the nearest mall and camped out in front of the Hot Topic to, to secure the Hot Topic exclusives. Um, and yeah, I, I was able to come through and cop, cop, uh, cop some pops for my friends that, uh, weren't able to line up or make it or anything like that.
2: Uh, and you also, you guys also went to the FYE pop-up, right? In downtown? Yeah, but they yeah, didn't have was, um, the exclusives. They didn't?
1: No, because it was that on day.
2: Wednesday. Right. Oh, okay. Alright, that makes yeah. sense.
1: Yeah, the, uh, oh. the exclusives launched on Thursday, so they didn't want to sell it yet. So, yeah, we yeah. just went on Wednesday to kind of check it out. And uh, I know people were excited for the cereal. The Funko cereal. Uh, so, people were buying those up.
2: But. Didn't our, um, didn't Shane, our buddy Shane, who was on the podcast before for the loungers who don't know, um, didn't she get cereal?
1: Yeah, she got the Jason and,
2: uh, Freddie,
1: the okay. horror movie Freddy. characters.
2: And didn't like, she was like, I think I saw it on her Instagram, but she was bummed that the, the milk didn't turn red. Uh, red
1: oh, I don't know. Free. I didn't know if she ate him. Yeah, she Fine. did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't see that. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I don't...
0: I was going to say, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but, like, we were in line in the FYE store, and people were going crazy for the cereal, and Randy Boy and I were just picking up normal FYE-exclusive pops or whatever. Yeah. But, like, just, just being in, like, that atmosphere, like, seeing everybody else, like, rush and, try and like, and they were, like, max buying all that they could... It made, like, you're in that moment. It's just, like, when you're at Comic-Con where, you know, you're in line for something and you see everybody else going kind of crazy. You're like, well, shit, should I also buy that, too? Like, I started, you know, I was like, it was like, it's day one. Like, do I really want to start blowing through my cash? Yeah. (laughs) Like, buying everything just because everyone else. Like, do you guys get that feeling, too? Like, when you guys are at at another booth or in line for exclusives and you see, like, hype building for something else you weren't planning on buying?
2: Yeah, that's exactly how I got the Vegeta. (laughs) (laughs) oh you you guys have it oh okay well then give me two of them, and then Mm -hmm. i mean it's just you know i just you know stuff goes through your head where like you make sense you're like all right well you know i didn't really think about about getting this but you know i already have the dead yamcha so i might as well (laughs) i might as well keep the ball rolling you know they had it (laughs) so i yeah i was it does happen quite a bit
1: Yeah, that happened to me with the Mondo poster. (laughs) Um, I mean, I won the lottery uh, way before Comic-Con started, but uh, I wasn't too hype about it because I didn't really understand what it was. Um, And then once we checked out the booth and I was like, Oh, this is the Mondo booth. This is what I won. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I'm hyped for it. Um, especially when I saw the line for the Mondo booth, I was like, oh, snap. Oh snack. my God. Right. It's That serious, line's crazy. Man. And, uh, I didn't do anything for mine. I just put my name in a hat and they picked it and I walked out. So. You got that on the
2: exclusives portal, no? Or I did. the exclusives thing?
1: Yeah. yeah. It was on the, uh, like initial exclusives portal. Um. Yeah. Because they did it twice. Once for the poster and once for everything else. Um.
0: Yeah, and Rayway, can you talk about that experience, like picking up the poster, like going to the Marriott to pick it up? Because I went along for the ride, and that was an event yes. in and of itself, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I won the poster, and uh, it's funny that because... It. Huh? I said, and then that was it. Yeah, and then we left. Cool. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> So I won the poster, and soon after, I started getting a few emails. I think I got like three emails about the poster, and I was Uh, like, all right, this is kind of crazy, but the emails were basically telling me all the instructions. Like One of them was like, okay, in order to pay, you have to do this uh, within this window, and then you need to print out the receipt. When you print out the receipt, you also need to have the uh, winning ticket printed out, and then... The final email was uh, where to pick it up and packing instructions for the print. So it mentioned, okay, we recommend a four inch wide uh, poster tube, at least uh, I think it was like 28 inches wide. Um, And then they said that uh, they'll provide a plastic bag and rubber bands only. So they recommend putting it in a tube right away, Um, but don't make it too tight and all that stuff. Because it said like the silk screen print is fragile and stuff like that. I was like, okay, this is getting kind of serious. So fast forward to the con. Of course, I wait until the last day to pick it up. Uh, We get to the area where you're supposed to pick it up, which was at the Hyatt. Uh, We walk in, and there's a line just for the posters, and Rob and I are there, and we're like, okay, what's going on here? The lady said to make sure that we have our ID, our badge, and um, the confirmation printed out, and I start taking that out, and the guy behind us didn't have it printed out, and he was like, oh, it's not a big deal, right? Uh, I don't have it printed out, and the lady was like, no. We are not going to release the print to you if you don't have it printed out. It's not up to us. The vendor specifically stated that, and you have to have it printed out in order to pick up the print. And then she directed the guy to uh, the FedEx uh, store in the convention center. Um, oh, actually, no, I think that, that uh, hotel actually had one too, so she sent them over there. But I was like, okay, that's kind of serious, especially considering Alan told us the story of not having that printout. So I was like, okay, <laughs> for the for UCC, <laughs> yeah, for UCC. So I was like, okay, well, Vaxly luckily different process. Yeah, like luckily I followed directions, but uh, I had it. So fast forward to my turn in the line. I go up to the lady, and she has uh, a roster on her sheet. And I give her all the information, which my badge, uh, my ID, and the sheet. She goes to verify that I paid. Then she goes to the sheet. She looks for my name. And then she asks the guy that's handling all the posters. She was like, all right, what number are we on? And he said, oh, we're on 751. And when he said that, he actually went behind him to a, like, I don't know if it was locked at the time, but it was a cage. He opened up the cage. And he whipped out a new batch of prints. And they were individually numbered. And on the package, it showed, I think it was a stack of 50 per package. Um, Maybe 100, I'm not sure. But it was numbered so he knew exactly what numbers were in that package. And he opened it up. And when he opened it up, he had a little knife. And he like very meticulously cut the tape. On it and nicely, like, folded the paper back. Uh, the, the wrapping paper he nicely folded it back, and then uh, he was wearing a white glove to handle the print. And what? uh, yeah, yeah, so, dude. So, <laughs> so, oh my god, he told the lady, he dude, told was, the lady, oh, he man. was like, All right, you know, 751, and she wrote down uh, 751 on the sheet, and then she was like, All right, can you sign an initial? Uh, on this line and I said okay so I signed an initial next to my uh, name and the number and then the dude with the glove was like all right so this is what's going to happen I'm going to move the print and put the corner into the bag once the corner of the print is in the bag I cannot touch the print anymore and it's on you it's your responsibility <laughs> and I said uh Okay. So, that's exactly what he did. He pulled it out with his white gloved hand. He pulled it out just enough so that the corner was in the in the sleeve, and then from there, I kind of like shimmyed the print into the rest of the sleeve. And then once I got it all the way in, he was like, "All right, the print is your responsibility now, and you have a good day." And I was like, "Well, shit." Yeah. All right. And I walked it's away. A lot. I walked into the hallway and uh, (laughs) rolled it up very carefully. And uh, that's one thing that the instructions said. It said to keep it in the plastic bag and roll it with the bag still on. Just so that the print doesn't uh, stick to itself. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I did. I put it into the tube very gently. And now it's uh, behind me waiting for the frame to show up tomorrow. And I'll have that up probably tomorrow night. God, that's but, a, oh, that's yeah, good. that was my uh, Mondo, Mondo experience, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was my hype purchase. Especially after uh, that entire thing, I was like, "Wow!" I wasn't very hype initially, but now I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited about did it. Did you myself.
2: have you looked it up on eBay just to see how much it's, oh, how much oh. the poster is garnering? I did. Uh, I
1: did initially, so right after we left the room, uh, we needed a little bathroom break, so we pulled over, uh, and I was like, "Hey, let's see, let's see what it's going for, and at the time, it was in the high 200s, about 280-ish for the print, now there was another variant that came out that was going out for over 300, um, that it was like, it was almost the same thing, but black. And I think they only made like 200 of them, so it makes sense that they that it was going for more. But um, yeah, so triple at least the amount oh that I paid. Oh
2: my god! Uh,
1: that's as of right now.
0: Yeah, it was it was a pretty nuts uh, just for me to do the ride along. Like uh, I didn't know that it was a limited run of like only a thousand. So the fact that you got seven fifty one out of a yeah. thousand was cool. And I don't know if you noticed or anybody when you walked out with it and like you had it out on the floor and you were like rolling it up people were walking by and you were breaking necks dude yeah. <laughs> like people were going crazy <laughs> for it um oh, man. yeah so it's so it's individually numbered and it's also signed by the artist too yeah uh, Yeah. In the, in the bottom corner too oh man i i don't know I, I don't know if you could tell i was jealous in the moment like seeing it in live and in person but yeah to, to this day i'm still I'll, I'll always be jealous of that that's that's an awesome <laughs> awesome film, dude I mean, it's a it's a mondo print one, and then two, it's fucking Infinity Award, like, you know, the 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 peak like movie of our time, pretty much. So yeah, uh, yeah.
2: So, so yours is not the variant,
1: correct? Correct. It's wow. just the yeah, Comic Con exclusive.
2: It's uh. So the, the how same... much did you buy it for? Uh, it rounded up to like eighty. Oh my goodness! I'm I just checked eBay right now. It's <laughs> some guy just uh, buy it now just sold for
1: 235
2: not bad not bad yeah not bad wow it'll go up <laughs> can i can i can i just well, you know xerox that is that okay with you or... sure yeah
1: just take a picture with your cell phone
2: yeah, yeah. and i'll just it's... i'll post the picture of my on my wall there you go it's
0: yeah it's the same picture from the convention like guidebook or whatever right it's that yeah. same
2: picture? yeah the same exact one yeah that's dope dude i didn't think it, i didn't think it was that hype i know you guys were talking about it but i now I realize
0: yeah once I saw the dude with the like cloth glove hand I was like like a like he was like m- a museum like working with a yeah, piece of art or like a curator or something yeah and like, the fact that they kept him in like <laughs> <laughs> and then they kept them in like lockbox cages I mean this thing had like more security and like you know a, such a such a crazy approach to it it was like there's there's like most banks don't use that much TLC <laughs> you know handling oh, that's your valuables crazy,
2: dude that's dope so, though congratulations
1: yeah. thank you thank really, you really
0: really awesome thing that was um, the
1: only thing that i won this year from a raffle everything else was <laughs> camping out and grinding for but that was the uh, raffle dub for me this year
2: yeah good job dude
1: but yeah let's uh, get back into what we did let's recap um let's talk about the big one i'm gonna fast forward uh let's talk about saturday what we did on saturday and how how that played out alan i'll let you get into uh that story for us
2: yeah well it was my first day at the con so um it started off you know started off like we were just walking around the showroom floor and then i think the showroom for um oh no so we were camping out overnight for the deadpool uh, Deadpool release or Deadpool screening, and the way it works was that <laughs> it was a lottery or, or not, it was a drawing, um, and you pretty much stick your hand in a bag, and it would tell you you know on the back of the ticket it would have a star or not, and there were six of us in line, and the drawing didn't happen until nine. Um, yeah, so it was
1: once uh, the con started.
2: No, no, because once the con it's. The con opened at nine thirty.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm yeah. sorry.
2: Yeah. Um. So the drawing opened at nine, and I think we were probably like the second, or we were the third. Like we were the corner of the second and third shoot on the on the wraparound. So um, we weren't too far behind. I would say we were like number, you know, we were like twentieth person in line probably, or you know, thirtieth, whatever. But we're still pretty early on, um, and. Uh, so they opened up. Uh, they opened up the line. People started going in and sticking their hand in a bag, and the bag is like a like a cash bag, like if you have ever been to a bank, and the they put the cash in a bag, like a little canvas bag. Um, so I think like the first five people were like s- winners, right? And yeah. then the sixth person lost, and you're like, oh shit! Like, so they're not just messing with us. So, you know, and then it just kept going on and on win, win, win. The next thing you know, like loss, and then loss, and then loss. And then we're just like, oh my God, like, you know, this is real. So, like, we're getting closer and closer to the line, and people are, you know, you can definitely tell when people win because they go, yes, or they go, woo, so, you know, they just make, they exclaim something. And then the losers just don't even say anything. They just walk away. And sometimes you can hear, like, a, oh, sorry. Um, so we're coming up to the front and do you guys remember who was first?
0: Uh, Uh, I think I went first, if not Randy boy.
1: So Rob went
2: first, he, and he won. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I went second. Yeah. Randy went second. He won. Jane went third and he lost. Uh, and then Janelle went either Janelle or Dana went fourth and they won. Then the other one lost. And then I went, and I won, yep, um, and um, so we were walking out, and this lady was like, like, "Oh, are you guys giving away a ticket? You know, I'm with a big group, and i we need you know extra tickets, And I was like, "Uh, there's only six of us in this group. I have number seven and eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do what? Am I gonna be that guy?" And I was like, "You know what? Here you go." And I gave her one ticket. Um, and I thought she, she was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And, you know, she was, she was being grateful. And then we walk around. And we're like, all right, well, we go. We're, like, walking around like John Travolta, like, where do we go now? What do I do? And then uh, we went one way. Then we turned around went back the other way. And we saw her still waiting there. And we were, like, we were just like, dude, she, she bamboozled us. Like, we thought she, we just, she just needed the one ticket. And she ended up needing more. So, uh, you know, we, the, like, these guys were just rubbing it in my face. Like, dude, you shouldn't have given it to her. Uh, shout out to Janelle. She was like, dude, you should have gotten uh, a Marvel Studios shirt for that. And I was like, ah, like, whatever. Like, you know, can't go back. <laughs> like, she sounded like she was in Dire Straits. She really needed it. And I'm, you know, just, it is what it is. Like, if she doesn't show up or she sells it, then we'll find out. Then uh, come to find out afterwards, we're looking at our tickets. We're like, wait, they're numbered. So we're like, whoever she sells that ticket to is sitting right next to me. That whole, you know, during the during the Deadpool screening. So uh, we're like, well, we'll find out later. And the screening wasn't until 10 p.m. So uh, we all go off on our separate ways, checking out the showroom floor, and then <clears throat> and then what? I think we were just doing our thing and then we went to go get Lolita's. Is that right? Did uh, we get what did we eat?
1: I think we did go. No, we went to Lolita's on Sunday, Saturday. was, a... was
0: going to say, was that a Puesto day?
2: No, No,
1: because Alan didn't go to Puesto at all. Uh, but...
2: thanks, thanks.
1: No, we did eat though, because I ended up like getting tired. super, yeah, super tired. Oh, we went to Bubs. Oh, yep, that's right. We went and to Bubs. And then they Bub's. messed up Rob's
2: order. Yeah. <laughs> um and he he ordered fries, but they gave him tots and then Rob ate a couple tots and then sent it back to the kitchen. <laughs> well I thought
0: usually like usually if you start eating a little bit, like they'll just leave it and they'll be like, Oh, I'll bring you a new one. So I thought I was gonna come up on tots <laughs> and fries and two burgers. But they I didn't take a whole I, yeah, I even took yeah. two bites out of the burger and I was like, "This is has really? onions, yo." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I like, I was gonna pretend like, "Oh, this," I didn't know it had onions, and I was gonna act all disgusted, and she was gonna be like, "Oh well, you know, you already took bites, so just keep it. I'll bring you out a new one." And I was like, "Hell yeah, come up. I'm gonna have dinner damn, for tonight." I didn't <laughs> <about that>. But <laughs> I didn't she fucking took that shit back, and I don't know, gave it to the dog or something, I don't <laughs> know, or just kind <laughs> of filled in <laughs> and yeah. served it to somebody else. But I didn't get my, I did get my second free meal.
2: <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So we went to Bubs, and then uh, I was messaging these guys because I saw on um, Instagram all week before I got there that these people were doing Overwatch, and I was like, <laughs> guys, I want to do, I want to do this Overwatch like it's kind of like the Avengers shot in the very first Avengers where they're doing the 360 uh, camera around the whole crew. And it's like that, and I was like, guys, I, I really want to do the Overwatch. And I was, I was pretty hype about it. Like I saw our buddy. You were very hype. Yeah. Very hype you know, about it. Yeah, and I was, you know, I was just really excited because I was like, you guys got to do offsite events. I, you know, I'm here hanging out with one of you know my best friends, and I'm like, I want to do some fun. And then they're like, all right, so like, um, so we're waiting in line, and we see our other buddy, uh, uh, Jeff. And he, by the way, Jeff's cosplay was spot on. It was. Uh, he it was a good he cosplayed as Steve from Stranger Things uh, season two. And he, it was spot on. Uh, Jeff, if you're listening to this, uh, that was awesome. Um, so we were waiting in line and then we're just getting tired, you know. It, and the guy was like, yeah, it takes about an hour to do this line. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, you guys cool with waiting? And they're like, we're cool. And I was like, hell yes, we're doing this. Um, and mind you, I don't know anything about Overwatch other than it's a game, um, and it's huge in the esports community. So we're walking up to the line, coming up to the front of the line, and, um, you know, Randy's falling asleep, Rob's getting really tired, um, and I'm, you know, I'm getting there. So we get to the front of the line, and they're like, okay, well, what character would you like to be? And I was like, oh, shit, I was just going to use a shield. <laughs> 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 And they're like, what character would you like to be? And I was like, uh, can I be the S.H.I.E.L.D. guy? Uh, <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. guy? It's a S.H.I.E.L.D. girl. Uh, there's no such thing as gender roles in Overwatch. So um, there was a S.H.I.E.L.D. girl, and I was the S.H.I.E.L.D. girl. And, yeah, uh, we pretty much rocked it. It's on our Instagram page. Check it out. But uh, And then they gave us Overwatch pins, which I found out afterwards were San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. Um and it's the Overwatch uh, tour. So there's only like four or five tour stops, and they each have their own exclusive pin. So um, check that out on, online if you don't know what that is. Then come to find out afterwards, uh, we were getting really tired. So we went back to the hotel, uh, took a nap, and then uh, the other half of our crew joined us. And I don't, did we all go to dinner together? Oh no, we did not have dinner.
1: Yeah, we skipped right. dinner completely.
2: Yeah, we skipped dinner completely. Um, went to Deadpool, and uh, we were just waiting for the Deadpool screening. And I noticed on Instagram because I posted the <laughs> I posted the video of the Overwatch 360 shot on Instagram, and I noticed JD posted on Instagram, and I noticed Rob posted on or Randy posted on Instagram. I'm like, wait, that's not our group. That's on that video and i was like "Fuck! i got bamboozled <laughs> so randy rob and jay all went to go do that overwatch thing um and i i don't know i i thought we just did it i thought it was just us that did it but i it didn't really matter but it was funny that they kept it they kept it a secret the whole time made me think that it was their first time doing it too so
0: <laughs> i think we sold it the whole day yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah.
2: We, <laughs> we, we walked the we whole walked, time.
0: We walked into the hotel, and we like even pretended like I did the exact <laughs>
1: same thing I did the first time.
0: Where yeah. I was like, "Oh, where do we go?"
1: <laughs> and I even <laughs> said, "I was like, oh, there's an escalator over here." <laughs> like Oh, oh yeah, because we went to
2: the right first. You yeah. Oh man. Man, you guys got me good, but. Yeah, I, you know, they sold it really well. Even on the, on Randy's saw account on Instagram, he, uh, he tagged, he, uh, said, hi, Alan on the, on the caption. So that was, that's how I found out. I was like, oh, damn, they got me. But it was, <laughs> nevertheless, it was fun. Um, I got to do what I wanted to do. And then now we're here at the Deadpool screening, which is at the Horton Grand Theater. Uh, our buddy Jason joined us. He was our seventh ticket. And we were, we didn't really. We were hoping we saw Ryan Reynolds, and we hope we. We were hoping we saw Cable, uh, Negasonic, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, um, because they were all there at Comic Con for the Deadpool Two panel at Hall H earlier that afternoon. So we were all hoping they would be there. Um, and I had an inkling that they were because there was a lot. There was a lot of security, um, and not just regular like volunteer security, but there was like like extra security around it. And um so we got inside, went to our seats and then like Janelle, Dana, everyone was like, Okay, who's gonna sit in H nineteen, who's gonna sit in H nineteen, who's which was an eighth seat um in our group, the one that I gave away. And lo and behold, that lady showed up and it was her and we're like, okay, all right, comic Karma, Comic Con Karma, you know. So yeah. Uh, it paid off, you know. I, I did a good deed, um, and then we're sitting there in line, and we all thought we were. Or we're all sitting there in the um, theater, and a guy comes out, and he. I don't know about you guys, but he kind of acted like Deadpool, if you will. Like he kind of like, oh, you're gonna get a crisp high five, and just like quoting the movie in spots. And I'm like, okay, you're kind of cheesy, dude. Like, yeah,
1: I got that vibe a little bit.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, it was it was funny. The crisp high fives were funny. Um, they were doing like trivia, and it goes you don't win anything, but you get a Pie Five. And surprisingly enough, like a lot of people got these answers right. And I'm like, damn, you guys know your Deadpool trivia. Yeah. <laughs> like they're awesome. like, oh wow. what? A-. They're like, oh what scent does a uh, dopeender have in, you know, in the first Deadpool in his cab? And then some guy was like daffodil daydream, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> good, good on you, buddy. You deserve a Pie Five. Uh, so. And then they're like, okay, well, we all know what you guys are waiting for. And it's time for you guys to bring your phones out and your cameras. Because we're going to bring out Ryan Reynolds. And we're like, oh, shit. And lo and behold, Ryan Reynolds comes out and the director. And I kid you not, and I can't stress this enough. Ryan Reynolds is a walking, talking Wade Wilson. He's He's Deadpool to the T. Sarcastic motherfucker uh just he plays Deadpool in real life and he's just amazing. Like check out his Instagram page. He's just he is Deadpool. You know, like he's you know, and then the crowd was it was amazing because the crowd was just yelling things at him. And um I think someone someone mentioned like uh like you have to be this tall to ride this ride or something like that. And then some lady out yelled out thirty five and then and he's like, "What? What does that even mean?" And like the girl was like, "Inches." And and Ryan Reynolds was like, "That is disgusting, lady. Where do you hang out?" Like, <laughs> and uh, you know his his quips were so good and so fast and quick and quick witted. Um. So Ryan Reynolds was there. Uh, we got on with the show, and it was funny because we were talking. We we're talking about Funko Pops and you know collecting and stuff. And as <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. As Ryan Reynolds is walking off the stage, this dude, like, has i ha, I'm assuming it's a Deadpool pop, has a Deadpool pop and a Sharpie. And, like, does this, like, can you sign, like, puts, you know, the Sharpie in one hand and, and the Deadpool pop in the other hand. And, like, like, puts his hand out and he's like, can you sign? And then Ryan Reynolds like, no, what the fuck? Like, he didn't say what the <laughs> fuck, but he had this, like, he goes, no, like, and has this disgusted look on his face. And the and the guy kind of has like this little shrug, like "come on," like. And I was like, "What the fuck do you think? Like, he you think he's just gonna like walk up to the edge of the stage, and sign your Deadpool pop? Like, he knows you. He knows you're probably gonna resell that, dude. Like, you probably had that. You probably knew what you were doing. But anyway. Um. So we got onto the show. It was a Deadpool two super duper fucking uncut version. Uh and there was only minor differences, nothing too crazy uh if anything i I totally enjoyed the first movie or the first the second movie, but the first version, the original version that was in theaters um to me it was just it was more organic um, and there was one there's one instance where I think oh you guys were had already walked out of the theater, but at the very ending uh there was a different um uh, ending or not different ending, but different, like, stinger at the end of the movie. Really? Uh, yeah. You, so you guys had already walked out. So you guys know how, spoiler alert, but in this super-duper fucking uncut version, um, one of the stingers was he went back in time to kill Hitler. You guys saw that, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: So they went. he went back in time, and he's in a nursery, and in one of the cribs was baby Hitler. And he's like, oh, God, this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. And then um, that's kind of where it cuts out. And then we, uh, we were all walking out as the ro- credits were continued to roll. And after the c- credits were completely over with, there was another scene where he's like holding um, holding Hitler and was like, he put him, like he was changing his diaper and he goes, you know what? I'm going to leave you be because Cable's going to come here and kill you instead. Cause he, he, enjoys killing children
0: <laughs> jeez Dope.
2: Yeah. okay and then um no. you, go ahead
0: i was going to say well uh the reason i was like they were kind of like ushering us to get out of there oh yeah I'm, I'm glad that we were in like the top row or like one of the first rows to get out um because with uh, you know not only did we get to see Ryan the Ryan Reynolds and get to see the, the first uh, ever uncut like screening i guess but um, we also got really awesome free shirts with it too. Yeah. And yeah. what sucks is that if you were like last to get into the theater or like seated up front, you were let out of the theater last, and they fucking ran out of shirts. Yep. So sucks to be those guys. But uh, we came up.
2: Yeah, we uh, did. It was it was cool, and it's a dope shirt too. Uh, Rob mm-hmm. already wore his. I think Randy's uh, not going to wear his.
1: No, um, I'm not.
2: And then I haven't worn mine yet, but I, I don't know what quite to do with it. Like, it's just sitting there. Um, but it just has it has a Deadpool 2 super duper fucking uncut version on the front uh, with a Deadpool 2 little emoji. And then on the back, it says trainee, And it has, like, the black and yellow jersey type uh, color. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool little thing. And then um, after that, uh, the biggest L of the day was probably going to that cafe. <laughs> so, so I was oh, tired. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I totally so forgot about was, that. Yeah. I was tired, and but I was you know I was hungry. I was super hungry. Uh, we hadn't eaten since eleven thirty, and I think I had some of the leftover pizza before we had left the, left for the movie, but I was still hungry, and it was now midnight, and. We're walking back towards the shuttles and Jay took off and he's like, Hey, if you guys, you know, if you guys are gonna get food, could you guys give me blah blah blah? And I'm like, Yeah, sure, we'll get you whatever. So there's like a little cafe, like a little liquor store slash deli. And in the deli they had three sandwiches, two tunas, and then one ham. And I was like, Well, I'm not a big kind of ham, and I love me some tuna, so I'm gonna cop this tuna. And uh, we go to, you know, we get the tuna, and then Jay, Rob picks up JD's ham sandwich. And we walk back to the convention center in front of the convention center to get onto our shuttle. And the shuttle's there, but we're waiting for Jay. And uh, I thought we had some time because I thought Jay was going to be a little longer. So I'm sitting there. I open up my bag. And I take like three or four bites, and then JD's like sprinting towards us. And I was like, okay, so I guess we're going. So I put the tuna back in the bag, and I, I don't know why. I don't know why I thought <laughs> this way. But I picked up the bag and kind of held it like a chips bag. Like, you know when you hold a chips bag from the top, you kind of just pinch it from the top, and that's it? Because you yep. know the bottom's closed? Well, not this case. So I pinch it from the top and I pull it up and it slips through the bottom and splat right on the floor, dude. And it like, I had the look that like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, kill me now. Just kill me now. Like there's pure
1: defeat. Yeah,
2: dude. I was just like, dude, that's it. The first three bites were just amazing. I want to continue this journey of eating this tuna sandwich, but I'll continue it later when we're in the comfort of our own room. I put it in the bag and it slips out, splats on the floor and it's just sitting there and I'm looking. (laughs) And then I think Rob was the first one to notice. He's like, Oh, Oh no, Randy's the first one to notice. (laughs) And then Rob, like, he's like, what? He's like, are you like, are you damn? He's like, damn, you're done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was it's like, just a bag in
2: your hand yeah it was just a bag in my hand and he's like damn you're done and he looked like I moved my hand and he looks down and between my legs is the tuna sandwich He's like oh fuck and I'm just like dude I'm, I'm tired yeah, <laughs> and like there,
0: there might be like lounges out there that are like oh big deal like it just fell on the floor like five second rule or something like that this is like that bench that's the closest to the to one of the doors for the convention center so, so it's so much foot traffic, heavily used. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm, and it's it's just grimy underneath that bench, dude. I'm yeah. sure homeless people are drink like thousands of drinks have spilled under that bench. So it's oh, just it's gosh. just grimy, dude. There's no yeah. way. There's no, 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 there's no
2: five second rule there. <laughs> right? no. Yeah, nothing. So oh, I man. just lost out on an eight dollar sandwich. <laughs> oh my god, <gosh. laughs> that's a big L, dude. It was that's a, a huge L, L dude. Oh man,
0: that is a con, mama.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and we made it back to the hotel. And you know what, you know what's funny is that I don't know about you guys, but um, we had two girls, uh, two newbies that came with us, and they're uh, Rob's cousin and her friend from Vegas, Janelle and Dana. And um, I don't know about you guys, but I was like, okay, like usually it's a bunch of dudes that are hanging out with us, so I, it's not a big deal if you know we take a shit in the room. Or if we fart, you know, it's just funny because we're dudes and that's what dudes do. (laughs) But going back to the hotel, I was like, I better let this shit out as quietly right now. (laughs) I better let it out as quiet as I can right now. And then eventually, like, you know, it is what it is. Once we get to the room, it is what it is. You better not fart because I was like. I do, not want to, <laughs> I do not want to fart in front of these girls because that would be very embarrassing. And I don't want them to think, like these guys are disgusting. I never want to go to Comic-Con again. But yeah, I don't know about you guys, if you guys felt that way.
1: Yeah, I was trying to be presentable, I guess you could say. <laughs> I mean, there were women present. Yeah. Um, it was a,
0: a different Comic-Con experience, I guess, having uh, yeah. girls in the mix. Yeah,
1: yeah. girls especially but, uh, that they're... Yeah, they're just related. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. it's not like there are significant others or anything like that. It's just they were just girls in the room. Like they had their own area, and we had our side. And it was like, okay, this is this is a different dynamic uh, than we're used to. Like normally we're just walking around in our underwear and stuff like that. Like yeah, we don't really care. Bathroom, yeah. just
0: normal locker room dude stuff, man.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, but we had
1: to be a little censored this time. Uh, yeah. But it was still fun.
2: It was fun. Time. Yeah. And wow. then, um, so Sunday, that brings us into Sunday. And again, we talked about how we copped. We went to the Starbucks line. uh, Then we made our way into the convention in a, in a different way. Um, I went to UCC Distributing. Randy went to. Oh, okay. So here we go. All that, all yeah. that Rob talked about. What happened at Mondo in the Mondo booth?
0: Oh, uh, I mean, there's there's not much to talk about. I mean, we got our secret entryway, which I don't know if we're going to be able to capture that lightning in a bottle a, a second time around. Um, so I, I, this is probably one of the bigger L's too. Um, so we, we made it to Mondo, and we were you know within the first, I don't know, a couple, like 50 or 100 people that were there, but they had already capped the line and like, given out all the tickets um, for the lounges that don't know or for the Comic-Con people that, that weren't aware, um, there was an alternate Avengers poster that they were going to have available that was like uh, a con exclusive. And, um, I, I of course, I'm still jealous of, of Randy Boy's uh, version that he got. But what made this one more special was that I think in Randy Boy's, Spider-Man's missing. So with this uh, yeah, one, they actually they actually really? have Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. That was one thing that people were were, were making fun of, or well, I think it has something to do with the distribute distribute in certain ways or whatever. Um, but yeah, so on this one they have almost everybody from the movie. So they have Spider-Man. Um, I think they even have like some of the Black Riders. I don't know. I have to look at the the picture again. But um, there's a, there was a special Comic-Con version, which again it's like it's a darker version. It's like black um and then they they had an online version that was available i thought it was just like first come first serve but it turns out it had like a huge like a week window like from from sunday to thursday you could have bought it um uh i made sure to get that one but yeah we got we got to the booth and we were thinking like you know if we strike out on the exclusive poster for that day um at least we can try and go for like the thanos they had some pins some enamel pins that looked really awesome and uh you know this is the year of thanos the mad titan so any, any way that I could have gotten a shirt or a pin or something like that, I was going to try and go for. Um, I caught L's with Marvel, um, and I caught L's at Mondo, man. Um, but probably the biggest L was in is the realization that we wasted that valuable head start that we had <laughs> to, try, to try and run to Mondo. Which, for, for people that aren't familiar with the, the Comic-Con floor, the secret entrance that we got into... Let us enter, and we were in like the 5,000 block or something. And yes, Mondo was booth 435, so we had to cross you know more than half the convention center to get to Mondo. And little did I re- like we realized, like halfway to Mondo, that um, one of the biggest hype things to do at Comic Con this year was they had a full on replica set of the cockpit from the Millennium Falcon, I think it was the, the set from. Um, Han Solo, so it was like the nice clean version of the Falcon mm-hmm. and so they, you had to line up at Lucasfilm early enough to get a voucher and then that voucher would have your time slot and I think you got like half an hour um, for your time slot and you could do whatever you want, you can pretend to jump to light speed you could take fi- photos, take video all that stuff, um, mm-hmm. but every single day they ran out of vouchers within like the first 5-10 minutes of the floor opening so the floor opens at 9.30, 9.35, 9.40. They were done for with vouchers for the day. No way you could get in the Falcon. And us, you know, only having Saturday and Sunday, we really only had two chances. Saturday, it was pretty much blown because we used that for Deadpool. So there's no way we we're going to get it. And then Sunday, I didn't think we were going to get it because, you know, we didn't line up early enough. We you know we got to the convention center at like 8 or 9 or something like that. Um, but then with the secret entryway, we went for Mondo when we totally could have went further the millennium millennium Falcon run. We so,
1: were uh, right there. Too. Yeah, we ran past it, dude.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh that's that's gonna haunt me for, for days. Um I'm so probably right, yeah, probably until they open up the Star Wars land and they're supposedly gonna have a full size Falcon there too. The whole whole ship. So hopefully I'll be able to, to walk inside and at least sit in the cockpit there. But yeah man, that, that was probably my biggest L was, was that Sunday and then, you know, tie that so striking out with the Millennium falcon striking out with mondo and then striking out at ucc uh sunday was (laughs) was not the greatest day for rob
1: (laughs) man well that was a bad day sunday wasn't the greatest uh especially for rob but let's uh rewind a little bit and go to friday uh i know alan wasn't there yet at the time uh we kind of talked about uh the Overwatch uh, off-site. But really, that was our day for off-site events because, like you mentioned already, we didn't have badges uh, for Comic-Con that day. So Rob and I took advantage and kind of just roamed around and looked at the city and all the off-site events. Um, for the loungers that don't know, you really only need a badge for the main convention center. Uh, but luckily, the convention has gotten so big that there are plenty of other off-site events uh meaning that if you go to a nearby hotel they have other events going on like uh there was one that we went to like the overwatch one where you didn't need a badge to take part in that but um rob i kind of wanted to ask you what did you think about your off-site experience on a uh, friday
0: um, I thought it went really well, man. I, I, honestly, like people like reading on the subreddit, people were saying like, don't even bother with offsites. The lines are too long. You're out waiting in the sun. They're horrible. Um, and it started becoming a reality. I think our original plan was to try and knock out with walking dead experience and then maybe go for Jack Ryan. Those were probably like the two biggest or like most hype ones and had the bigger lines. Um, but what also sucked was that those lines didn't start moving until 11 o'clock. So, those were, like, well into the, uh, into the day. I think we were in downtown around, like, 8, 830. And yeah. so, we originally had gotten in line for Walking Dead. And that wasn't going to open until 11 a.m. And we were, like, third in line or something like that. We were really, we had a really good, you know, pole position. But um, we were, like, you know, we were going to sit out there and wait for, like, another three, four hours. And then some dude walked up with a fanny pack. And he was, like, hey, guys, you guys should check out our offsite. Uh, it opens <laughs> in a few minutes here. And we're like, "What is this for?" And uh, he was like, "It's for Fire TV." Uh, and I think it was—he was he saying it was put on by Amazon or Hulu or something like that. One of the one of the streaming studios. Um, Amazon. It's put on by them. Yeah, it was Amazon. Okay. And he was like, "You know, here, here's a flyer." He's like, "If you go through and everything, you'll get a fanny pack." And I was like, "Shit!" It opens at nine. Like we have, we'll probably have time to go there and then come back. And this line, you know, probably won't, you know, gain as many people still. So, um, Randy boy's like, "Yeah, dude, let's do it." And uh, it was at that time that Randy Way had already tried doing some of the scooter or riding the scooters. Um, If you guys aren't from San Diego or you're not from a big city where they have these yet, um, there's a new thing that they're doing in cities where there's like kind of like a ride share kind of thing where you can rent bikes and motorized scooters through an app on your phone. All you have to do is like sign up. You know, some of them are pretty. um, I don't know what the right word is. They're pretty in depth. Like, with how, like, giving you clearance to use their, you know, their scooters and stuff. Like, you have to upload a picture of your driver's license. Um, you have to put in your credit card information. But the way it works is, you know, you, you download the app. Once you're confirmed and everything, you scan it and you're able to take off on that scooter. And they charge you, I think, what was the rate, really? It was like 15 it cents. Was,
1: yeah. It was a dollar just to turn it on. And mm-hmm. then after that, it was 15 cents per minute. So, even if you're just standing there, they're charging you. But still, 15 cents per minute isn't bad at all, um, especially considering yeah, we went across downtown in two minutes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it was very cheap. So, uh, yeah, continue. Sorry.
0: Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, and, like, yeah, the, the way to that you roll these scooters or, like, to get it started is once you, you know, close up the app and, that, you know, the thing's rented to you, Um you have to kick it like so, kick push for like two, two or three times, and then you can use the throttle on the on your thumb on the handlebar, and then this thing just takes off, dude. It just zips. <laughs> like I, I don't, I, it's you have to really get used to it because the the speed is is crazy on it. it. The it's an electric scooter, so there's no like turbo lag or gas combustion lag or anything like that. It just it just picks up. It's like you know having a Tesla strapped to your feet or whatever. It just takes off. Um, and so, yeah, we took off and we got to the, uh, the, the fire TV, um, set or, um, offsite thing that they had built. And it was just in a, uh, guess it was like an ACE parking lot or something that they had rented out and they basically built this structure and they had all these air conditioners and things. So that was another good thing too, is that once you got inside, it was air conditioned. Um, but yeah, we, uh, I think we had to like sign up online or something like that. And then they sent us an email and I think we were like one of the first six to go in. And there was yeah. all of this crazy stuff to do in there. There's all these like photo op opportunities. Um, Randy and I got a chance to sit on the Iron Throne. I don't know if it was the actual Iron Throne. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. No. Um, but it looked like a really awesome replica. Yeah. And a basic, basically, it was like uh, you know them showing off all their cool products. Um, one of the big things was the uh, the fire cube, which I mean that's that's the cool thing about the offsite experience and like. Basically, Comic Con in general is that you'll you'll find yourself, you know, either by accident or on purpose, like finding out about things that you wouldn't normally get into, like movies that you wouldn't normally watch or TV shows. Um, in the case of the Fire TV thing, it was just these products that we wouldn't know what they did um, or what you know what benefits they have. Um, but being there, they they showed it off. We got to see, uh, you know, some kids um, fire up the first trailer for. Was it Jack Ryan? The new John Krasinski TV show um, in one of the sets and then on another set we got to see them kind of set the mood. (laughs) So if you have like a date over you can talk to your fire cube and have it you know dim the lights and start playing like uh, a playlist that you want to smash to. Um, Yeah. You can have that all you can have that all set up. They even had
2: the lights change color. So Okay. But if you do you guys have a smart home already?
1: no so just uh to kind of branch off of the uh amazon off-site it totally worked for me uh going to that off-site exposed me enough where i actually went and bought a fire cube tv today uh and i currently don't have a smart house i guess you could say um but Looking into it and after buying this uh, set, I am interested. I was I was uh, hesitant for the longest time as far as Alexa and Siri and all that stuff. Now it's like, okay, I mean, after the demo that they showed me at the uh, offsite, I was like, okay, I think I can integrate that into my life uh, and into my household. So currently, I don't have... Anything else, uh, the cube will be here tomorrow actually. Um, And if it starts to become really helpful, then I'll look into the light bulbs and all the other things. Uh, I kind of did a little bit of research um, today and the bulbs aren't crazy expensive. They're definitely more expensive than normal bulbs, but I just don't, I, I don't see myself using it yet. Um, but like I said, I'm going to test it out and we'll see, but, uh, to go back to the offsites, like it just goes to show that it works, you know, like that was something that I would have never thought of buying until I went to that off site and they hooked us. Um, and like what Rob was mentioning that, you know, we were getting into things that we normally wouldn't. Um, I mean, just in this last week, like I said, I bought that, uh, fire cube. I got into some anime that I never would have even thought of. Uh, Rob and I bought the Final Fantasy trading card game set that I didn't even know existed. You know, So just those three alone, in my experience, the few days in Comic-Con definitely exposed me to those things. And I think that's one thing that's awesome about going to Comic-Con, just that exposure that you get. But, uh, yeah, Rob, so what else happened with these, uh, offsites?
0: Yeah. And then, so following up after the fire TV thing, we still had some time to kill. Like it was still like barely 10 o'clock. So only an hour had passed the walking deadline still wasn't open. Um, so then I was like, Oh man, didn't I sign us up? And there was, there had just been a, like a slew of emails prior to comic con, like check out this or sign up for this. So we were signing up for a bunch of things. Um, and one of the things that signed us up for was a uh, off-site experience for the show Mr. Mercedes, which uh, I don't even know. I don't know which network it's on. I got to look that up too. I don't know if it's from uh,
1: Audible. It. I think it's like the AT&T channel because that's why uh, AT&T was out of there.
0: Definitely. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, they had rented out uh, a building. I, th- I think it was on 6th or something like that. Um, and they hosted this off-site thing where – you know, we got line, we we had our reservations, and they were telling us like while we're in line, like yeah it really helps if you have if you can download the app. Um, and it was an altered reality uh, app and with a bunch of games and stuff for the show. And uh, both Randy and I had never watched the show. Um, the only thing that we knew is that the star, I think his name's Brendan Gleason. I gotta double check that name. Um, but it, he's he's been in a lot of movies and TV shows. Uh, m- for us, he's most notable for playing Mad Eye Moody from um, the Harry Potter movies. Um, but yeah, he's the star of the show, and I guess it has something to do with a serial killer. But what's cool about the Offsite experience? Uh, not only was the, the app, but they had a bunch of cool stuff inside the Offsite. Um, we got to jump on uh, the some vibes, some uh, virtual reality, full like immersion kind of thing. Where uh, it was 10 minutes and it was like a virtual reality escape room. Um, You had to, you were in like the lair of some serial killer, and you had to look through, look around the room, and um, find clues. And at the end, like solve an anagram, um, you know, to to guess to win the uh, the the VR experience. Um, I sucked. I wasn't able to pick up as many clues, and I wasn't used to moving without without using, uh, or with using the, uh, the Vive controllers, you had to like point and like click to where you wanted to move to. I kept trying to move physically to the space and I even like ran into my, to the girl <laughs> that was supposed to be like running my rig, like ran into her super hard. And, um, yeah, man, like that thing is really trippy. It's like, it, it really takes up all of your senses. So, you know, I couldn't see her and I could hear what's going on in the game. She had to like lean in and whisper like, Hey, watch it. Where the fuck you're going. You just ran into me. I mean, she didn't say that, <laughs> but she, she definitely had that tone. Um, so, yeah, there was that. And then there was also this really trippy holographic photo that you could take. Um, oh, so yeah. both Randy, Randy and I got to sit down, and it takes, like, you know, two seconds. They take, a, you know, just like you're sitting down for a star shots photo. Um, they take your photo, and they give you this, like, holographic card. So both Randy and I have this, you know, really cool uh, pictured – Frame or picture that, um, yeah, the, depending on how the light's hitting it and how you move it, it changes our face into a very grisly Brendan Gleason.
1: <laughs> um, I go from and nice man. and clean shaven to <laughs> full blown beard.
0: <laughs> beard and wrinkles, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was re- really awesome. So we got those, and then for fin it was like a little roadmap they gave us. So as you did all the stations, as you did the holographic photo. You finish the uh, virtual reality game and the altered reality game. Um, at the end of all of that, you got we got a little, like a drawstring bag, a free T-shirt, and a bunch of really awesome-looking pins. Um, sometimes yeah. they'll give you like really shitty pins at these things or like free at boots, but um, these pins are actually pretty cool-looking. Um, so yeah, that was. Uh, besides, I think later on that day is when we did the first Overwatch. Um, Kind of thing. But um, yeah, that, that kind of sums up our offsite. So, in summation, um, if you're thinking about visiting Comic Con and you don't have a badge, um, you can, in fact, check out these offsite things. Uh, our only advice is to try and line up before they open. And if you can get to some of these, some of them that open before like the convention center opens, you'll have a much better chance of getting in, finishing it, and then maybe making it out to the second and third offsite thing.
1: Well, another um, tip just to piggyback on that. Um, yeah. if you don't have a badge still keep tabs on these events um, because a lot of them have like a pre-registration and they tend to let you in line earlier um, or you have a specific time slot or something like that to make your life easier um, so look out for emails or on Twitter uh, before ooh, excuse me uh, before the convention to see uh, if there are ways to help you out so you're not just sitting in line all day just to get into that one. Um, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good tip. Uh, so, Alan, I wanted to bring it out to you because uh, we actually we hung out a little bit on Sunday but not the entire day. You got to check out some things too. Do you want to talk about some of the other stuff you got to check out?
2: Uh, I'm trying to figure out what we did check out. Oh, um, so my girlfriend went with us uh, and, or she she met up with me, and then we had Lolita's together, all four of us, and oh, yeah. that was an amazing experience. Amazing. Again, if you're if you're coming to Comic Con, visiting from out of town, even if you're not coming to Co- Comic Con and you're visiting San Diego, please make it to a taco shop. Don't go to like one of these chains like these uh corporate chains like taco bell or el pollo loco or some shit like that go to like a legit taco shop tacos el gordo anything that ends with ertos whether it's alberto's <laughs> Al, you know alberto's robertos hilobertos hit alberto's uh fucking Bert- anything that ends with berto's check it out um <laughs> <clears throat> and then for our favorite spot by the way is probably Molitas for that California burrito.
1: Mm.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. so for anyone that doesn't know Southern California, notably San Diego. I won't even say Southern California. San Diego makes hands down the best burritos. Uh I've lived in the Bay Area and their burritos are good if you like, you know, for different, you know, for different reasons, but it's um, a different San style. Diego, yeah, it's a different it's definitely a different style. A lot of a lot of pico de gallo, which is like st- onions, tomatoes, and whatever, and then a lot of beans, but I digress. Um, Get a California burrito at Lolita's, you won't regret it, or a carne asada fries, you won't regret it. Um, So we had that, and then uh, I think we went our separate ways. Randy went to go pick up his Mondo. Uh, uh, My girlfriend and I went to go pick up her bag, which ended up being my sister's bag because she didn't really need it. Um, And then what else happened? Oh, and then we went to uh, we went to the line or went to the to ballroom six BCF and uh, they were showing the Lego mo- uh, Lego movie Aquaman Rage of Atlantis. Right? Hello? I don't know. Yeah. Oh okay. Oh it's so, I'm I'm sorry. Sure it's what it was. I heard I heard someone something happened. And I was like, I don't know if you guys are still there. Um so it was a Rage of Atlantis Lego movie and uh they were they showed the whole movie and we caught we caught the end of it and i i caught some good uh some good naps in there and (laughs) and then uh at the end of like at the end of the movie they brought up the panel and it was pretty cool to hear the voice actors like like hearing voice actors i don't know about you guys i don't i don't know how you guys feel about voice actors but hearing voice actors and hearing them talk and then impersonate their person in like their cartoon character in person. It's actually pretty fun because you're like, oh, that's you. That's totally you. Um, So, you know, they had like a panel. And it was really cute because in most of the panels that I've seen, it's only been in Hall H and it's always these grown-ass adults asking these like super serious questions like, oh, so when you, you know, when you took on this role as Batman, like how did you feel, blah, blah, blah. But in this one it was a bunch of little kids and like the cutest little voices and like, Hi, my name's Trevor. And I wanna go? How it's like to be Aquaman. And then I was like, Oh, that's pretty cute. And then, you know, one kid was like, How does she's like, Oh, how how does Batman fit everything in his, you know, utility belt? And then the guy who was Batman actually answered in the Batman voice is like, Whoa, kid, we you know, we can do anything we want in this world and Batman can you know, carry whatever he wants in that belt and I can carry everything and then it was pretty cool. And then the top three questions, uh, they received uh a poster of the movie signed by everyone from the cast and the nice. directors. So so it was really cool. And then uh they handed out minifigures to the audience of the Green Lantern Jessica Cruz uh version. So, so it was a Lego minifigure and we, we got one. And then uh after that uh my girlfriend really wanted to do this. You know, I told her, I'm like, you know, it's your first time being at Comic-Con in a long time. You know, figure out what you want to do. Uh, check out all the panels. You know, f- and let me know what you want to do. And she's like, okay, well, I really want to do this Buffy the Vampire musical. And I was like, okay. That's interesting. Like, I've never heard of it. I, She's like, oh, well, it's kind of like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Never seen it. Sorry. Uh, don't know what it is. I know it's kind of like a musical, so I was like, "Cool, I like musicals. Let's check it out." So we're in this hall, and they're setting it up, and then like we scooted our way all the way to the front, and we're just like, "Okay, like let's check it out." And um, and I looked around me, and the hall started filling up. I wouldn't. It wasn't quite as full as a Lego movie, um, but it was. It was filling up, and. I look behind me and it's filling up pretty good. And, you know, there's people that came out and they're like addressing the audience. Like, okay, so next, you know, next month is Whedon Con. Uh, Whedon being Joss Whedon, who's the director of um, shows like Buffy, the vampire slayer and dark angel. um, And then the first Avengers. Um, And they're like, yeah, so check out us at Whedon Con, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, that's, you know, that's really interesting. And, I didn't know there was such a cult following for Joss Whedon, but, you know, that's cool. You know, he he had some pretty good shows. And so the show starts, and I was like, oh, so it's not a musical. Like, it's not a musical where they're, like, actually performing in front of us. We're actually watching a musical on the TV or on the projector. Cool, whatever. So we're watching, and it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and they're singing it's like an actual episode but they're in a sing songy uh they're like in a sing songy rendition of an episode and i was like oh uh this is this is real and they're just it's it's so sarah michelle geller and she's doing her little buffy the vampire thing but she's also singing and i'm just like what the hell is going on and I'm I don't know what's going on but I'm enjoying the atmosphere because I don't think Amy my girlfriend knew what was going on around her but everyone was singing <laughs> and they had the lyrics on the screen like it was like a sing along and everyone was singing and it was like the most awkward cringy thing but it was cool cuz <laughs> everyone everyone was singing and I'm like I had no idea this was the thing. And apparently like it was it was really cool cuz I knew, you know, I knew like Joss Whedon had like a cult following, but as characters were being introduced into the sh- like into the sh- into the episode, you know, y- you know, of course Buffy got cheers and they got cheers for all, you know, some characters and then booze for one character, I forget her name, but there's like Like legit booze, and then hearing the whole audience just say, like, when this character came on, I don't, I don't, I forget her character. I think it was Michelle Trachtenberg. Um, I don't know if you guys remember her, but Michelle Trachtenberg, um, she was in there, uh, and she, every time her character came onto the screen, they're like, boo. And then, like, she would have her little moment of, you know, her little dialogue. And then people would respond in the audience like, no, you're not. Or something like, or like, you're a hoe or something like that. I don't know. And I was like, jeez, like, people are serious. So, like, it was just an experience in itself. I had no idea what the hell I was getting into. Um, I was glad I checked that off my bucket list. I didn't know it was going to be on my bucket list. But I saw something. (laughs) I saw something different. Uh, that I never thought I'd see before. Uh, it was interesting to say the least, and I, you know, that was the way we ended the con. Um, and I told Amy, I was like, "Hey, so, you know, the guys are the guys are downstairs, the crews downstairs, and usually to end the con, we're all hanging out onto the showroom floor on the showroom floor until they kick you uh, until they kick you out. So, um, this is kind of like a you know a tradition." And I guess it's a, a tradition for a lot of people um, <laughs> and it's it's kind of like you know it's it's a kind of a magical feeling. I don't know if you guys got goosebumps when this happened, but when it happened, it was just a loud roar but um on the loudspeakers um when you first enter like let's say you enter on Thursday morning, your first you know the first like couple hundred people coming down the chutes, uh, coming down from sales pavilion and over the loudspeaker, and in a very in the same voice it says every year, they're like, Welcome to San Diego Comic Con. Right. And and that's when it hits you like fuck, I'm here. I'm at Comic Con, like let's do this. I'm rushing to Hasbro, I'm rushing to Mondo, whatever it is. But when on Sunday afternoon at I think it closed at five, on Sunday afternoon, uh, I met you like we met up with you guys at the Funko booth, and it's now 4:50. Uh, now it's like 4:55, and then next thing you know, at five o'clock, and they go, "Thank you for attending this year's San Diego Comic Con," and then um, it was just like a loud roar, and everyone's cheering, clapping, and it was just like it was—it's kind, of, kind of a magical moment because you know, like everybody's like, "Well, you know, I'll, we'll see you guys next year," kind of thing, you know, like. Um, And that's the close of our con. It's like every year, I you know everybody I tell, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Comic Con this year. Like, oh, do you dress up? Like, no, dude. Like, that's not the only thing I do. Um, you know, I we actually treat it like a family reunion. You know, we have JD who comes in from Virginia, Randy who used to fly in from the East Coast. Um, now he's driving down from the from the Bay Area, and then. Uh, Now we have two newcomers to the fold who are driving in from flying in from Vegas Um, So it's just you know, it's 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 our one time a year like get together and we're all one huge family and like You know when hearing that voice kind of just like, you know, this is you know, that's it We'll see you guys next year kind of thing so it kind of get goosebumps and then obviously like we're everyone's trying to grab that last-minute deal like Like, you see people running across the floor, like, trying to go to a booth to see if they'll take that last-minute deal. And then, you know, vendors are trying to make that last-minute sale. Uh, Vendors are not trying to go home. Like, if uh, for any loungers that plan on attending eventually or plan on attending, uh, period, Sunday is the day to make that last-minute sale. Because these vendors are not trying to go home with that much you know, they're not trying to pack up all that stuff. They're not trying to go home um, and to their, you know, to their stores and try to sell that, you know, comic, or they're trying to sell that painting, or they're trying to sell that, uh, you know, Funko Pops. Like, they're they're okay with Funko Pops because it'll sell eventually. But Sunday is the day to do your best bartering and bargaining. Um, so uh, that's when they have the best deals. Um, and... So at the at five o'clock, these people are trying to, like, make the last minute sales. And it's really funny to see because people are like, okay, well, you know, like, are you taking this? Do you want to do that? Blah, blah, blah. And it's it's just really fun. So um, I'm glad I got to, again, do that tradition with you guys. And I'm glad I finally I, I saw you guys before they closed it because, that, again, that is our tradition.
0: Yeah, man. No, I'm glad we were all there for that. I don't think we got a chance to do it last year. I think we dipped out early. I think we were just too tired or.
2: No, we did it last year. To... Did we? Yeah, we we, uh, we went up to that. Uh, we went to like a random, a random room, and then uh, we we waited. I think it was like I think there was like five of us. That, it was me. Oh, it was me, Randy, Rob, Jason, and JD. And this that is was the one where JD. Ago. Are you sure?
1: Yeah, because last year I remember. I think we ended uh, in the Marriott and I remember we were talking about how we need to add another day to the hotel because we had to check out early and then we went to Zarlito's that night too Um, because I remember Jen and Shane and everybody were already there Uh, and Jen picked us up and it was only me and Rob in the car. Um yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know. Either way, uh it's it's a tra- uh, it's a tra- I can't say it. It's a thing we do every year. Uh, and uh <laughs> it's a good time. It's it's definitely a way to close it out. So I'm glad that we do it that way.
0: Yeah, man all right uh speaking of closing it out do you guys have anything else to add i think we touched on a lot of the, the key points um maybe just give like a final score or a final review of comic-con 2018 um right anyway starting with you how yeah. did you feel about this year what would you grade it um yeah uh
1: all right so we kind of talked about this a little bit in the previous episode um, how things were very different this year Um, some for good some for bad Um, this year we didn't do Hall H so I'm pretty bummed about that Uh, it didn't feel complete without a Hall H visit Uh, Mm. but it wasn't bad and then it didn't help that we didn't have all four days with preview night, which we normally do. So like I said, it was very different, but it wasn't bad. Um, as far as a grade for this year. Ooh man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go harsh. I'm gonna go okay. a little harsh because of those changes. I'm gonna give it a C C+. this ooh. year. <laughs> yeah, C plus. Just because it honestly, like I I love me some Comic-Con, I really do, and I will keep going until the end of time, but I just felt underwhelmed with everything this year. I mean, the panels were whatever, Um, the exclusives were whatever, Uh, walking around the floor was was okay, but nothing was like a must-see, really, as far as physical experience the best thing i had was the off sites um and even that we only did what three two or three mm-hmm. so uh not that many but i still had a good time it's just it it wasn't as crazy like i didn't get that sense of accomplishment like when we did minifigures you know what i mean or hall h when you get that dope uh trailer you know what i mean like it just seemed like another day we were just in comic-con you know what i mean um but c plus and i'm sticking to it
0: damn okay
2: yeah yeah Jeez.
0: ran away with the rough grade all right alan how about you man what'd you feel about this year
2: uh i only went two days and of the two days i'm gonna go with a with a b plus um uh, I'm gonna have to agree with Randy that it was kind of underwhelming. Uh, we didn't do, we didn't have that sense of satisfaction with, with um, like Hall H or seeing an exclusive trailer, or we didn't get that satisfaction of camping overnight and copying that one, you know, that one thing that we wanted really bad. Um, but like, and I told you guys this before. Like, no matter what we do, no matter what we planned, like it'll always be fun regardless. So, um, I give it a B plus because I enjoyed my company, um, and <laughs> we made it we made it fun uh, regardless of what we did, regardless of like, um, regardless of the outcome. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing everything that we did, copying whatever we copped. Uh, yeah, like I, I, you know, given what was given to me. Um, we made it fun. Like, uh, even though we only copped it's UCC distributing on Sunday, Saturday, we still made it fun uh, doing whatever we did. Um, you know, still doing the Deadpool and then playing card games in line, playing catchphrase, uh, and just overall, just like the experience of being in Comic Con with my buddies and being surrounded by like-minded like-minded individuals and my friends and family um like that's what made it fun for me uh what would have kept it what would have made it like an a a plus would definitely be like a good hall h um and fixing the exclusives portal and making me feel like i actually won something by winning the ucc distribution or by winning something in the portal i guess we can't attest to that because we didn't win anything but look at jd he had a time of his life i would say if i had to say jd probably would have rated this an a plus You know, he did everything he wanted, copped everything he wanted to cop, um, and that's because he won on the exclusives portal, you know? He came home with the Lego, the Lego Deadpool.
1: I will say, on the other end, he put in a lot of work. Uh, For the Wiz exclusive, he put in a crazy amount of work for that. Um, What was the other thing he ended up getting that none of us got? Um... Uh,
0: He got into Marvel. I know he got the Marvel boots. Yeah. Yep, he got He's all the pins, pins.
1: but yeah. that's because he had the tenacity to do it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, Especially when it came to the Wiz. I know even right now the website's having issues and stuff like that uh, trying to sell them. But mm. he put in the work, man. Um, but, yeah, I, I think either way, yeah, I think he would have rated this year an A as well. Um,
2: yeah. What about you, Rob?
0: Oof! All right, uh, I kind of split the difference. So I think Alan, you gave it a B plus. anyway gave it a C plus. So I'm gonna kind of sit kind of in between. I'll, I'll give it a B minus here. Um, it, it had some really good surprises with the off sites, and um, it was an experimentation year for us. It was our first time uh, getting a hotel that wasn't you know right on the same block as a convention center. Um, so we actually had to use the shuttle system. Um, so that came with its own. Uh, positives and negatives. Um, And, yeah, the exclusives portal. I mean, it was experimentation year for, I think, for a lot of people. Uh, So, you know, going back to like five or six years ago or however many years ago, nine years ago, when we we first started putting the team together and started attacking Comic-Con, it's just one of those things where you kind of like adapt to, you know, whatever the current status quo is. Um, And I think, you know, we did pretty well, it being the first year, with the exclusives portal and, and being at an offsite hotel. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I think that there, there could have, there's room for improvement. I, I do, you know, when you guys started listing off the things about it being like a lackluster year, as far as exclusives and hall H panels and really like attractions and stuff on the floor. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot, man. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, there's gonna be, you know, as as long as we've been going and that we plan to go to, there's gonna be years where it's not super hype. You're not gonna have A plus years ten years in a row. You're gonna have some B and C years, and it's you have to have those years to make you appreciate the A plus years. Um, I'm expecting mad, you know, crazy fire next year with the uh, with Avengers four dropping in April or May of next year before Comic Con. So we'll get the conclusion to the, uh, to the Thanos arc hopefully. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. I hope Marvel comes back. Um, I, I think the year that they skipped and then the, like that, that following year when they came back, they made a really big impression. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hyped for that. I'm hopeful that hall H has some heaters um, for next year. And not, you know, I'm, I'm hyped for more memories, more inside jokes and more more time hanging out with our, with our friends and family, man. So, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Anything else you guys want to bring up and bring for the light?
1: No? No, I'm good. No, I'm good.
0: Cool. All right, loungers. Well, that does it for us. We hope you enjoyed your stay here in the lounge. Um, if you haven't done so already, please, please follow us on Instagram, at theloungeSD. That's at sign T-H-E-L-O-U-N-G-E. SD um, and it's that same handle on Twitter as well please send in your your questions your comments concerns any kind of feedback we could re- we really appreciate it um, yeah we, you know we might even shout you out we've had a couple shout outs on the show before so just drop us a line uh, drop us a question anything like that suggestions for new shows and we'll, uh, we'll do our best to try and um, adhere to that um, going forward so once again thanks for tuning in my name is Rob
1: I'm Randy. I'm Alan.
0: And we'll catch you guys next time.
1: They had a gold Vajija. 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 (laughs) 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 That gold Vajija.